0: You're listening to Reptiles With, a podcast by HSR Exotics, where we talk about, well, reptiles, that being animal-related, product-related, news-related, and anything else going on in the hobby. Hey everybody, how's it going? You're listening to Reptiles With Yoshi, Alex, and Marco. Check us out on Instagram at HSR underscore exotics. If you're watching us and want to listen, check out the description so you can see what streaming platforms we're on. And if you're listening and want to watch, check us out on YouTube at HSR Exotics. All right, Marco, who are you? Uh, I'm Margot. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I'm a reptile enthusiast as well as a preschool teacher. So, like, I like learning about new stuff. I like teaching about new things. So, that's pretty much why. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how did you get into the hobby, pretty much? Explain, uh, pretty much, I guess, how we met well, well, with the reptiles.
1: F- well, reptile stuff comes way before we met. Yeah. Um, I've owned reptiles for... Stop trying to do the math.
0: I see you. <laughs> oh, uh, this is actually the oldest guy in the reptile hobby.
1: Shut up. <laughs> I was
0: waiting for the right time. <laughs>
1: I've already taken all the time.
0: Yeah, he, t- he took all the time. The time is his.
1: Um, no, like I've been into reptiles since I was about 10. I'm 32 now. Shut your face. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been 22 years. Um, and I've had reptiles all the time for like a really long time. My first two turtles... I went through everything that all the first-time exotic pet owners go through, which they get all the wrong information from the terrible people at Pet Supermarket and PetSmart. <laughs> uh,
0: Damn, shots fire.
1: <laughs> you know, because here's the thing, though. Like, now that I'm older and I've been into the hobby for so long, I've been learning new things about the hobby and learning how to properly take care of animals. Um, what happens is that you go into the store and then you ask, like, a high school kid or a college kid that don't have any reptiles. And you're like, what do you get? So they're going to take you to the reptile aisle and they're going to point out a little package that has everything you don't need, everything you don't want, especially for turtles. Yeah. So, um, you know, some of the other stuff like the iguana cage and stuff like that, those are great. Um, but when it comes to turtle stuff, like you get a tiny little turtle and that thing grows huge in a
0: they don't even quick
1: amount of time. Yeah. You know, and then you start getting people who drop them off into the wild, and they mess up the ecosystem because they're not native. Yeah. Also, um, when they're captive bred, sometimes they have pathogens that they could pass on to the wild species, that starts killing everything off. Yeah. So it's it's funny.
0: It's funny that you say that because I have literally one time walked into a pet supermarket, and there was somebody that I guess knew me, Mm -hmm. and they were like, "Oh, you're this guy," and I'm like, "Yeah." So they come and they're like, here, just take this turtle. We can't take care of it anymore. And I'm just like, dude, come on, man. Like, you, you guys are, this is what this is for, this store. It's supposed to be, you know, yeah. for, for people that should know is the ones that, you know, are selling that. So, okay. So you've had those turtles for a while. For a long time. Actually, my first two
1: turtles were stolen from my backyard. So I don't keep them in the backyard anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was a really long time ago. Um, the oldest turtles I have, I've actually had for 20 years so i can show you her babies yes bring them out which brought stuff these were just hatched a few days ago that they just came out um i haven't been like actively removing eggs from their their enclosure and putting them into incubators they these have just been hatching naturally outside yep so when i find them in the pond i just pull them out super cool these tiny little guys are little itty bitty turtles um these are actually hybrids these are belize and, uh... Yellow belly. Yellow belly, thank you. There we go. Ring fart. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so these are really cute little guys. And this is what you usually get, like a slider that you will usually pick up for $15 at any pets, like any exotic pet store. Um, you know, usually, or like you get them like, at a trade show or whatever. Usually what people do, like I said, is they run to the nearest pet store, like pet supermarket, or, or, you know, health. like yes. uh, the department stores, basically. Um, and... They ask the people there that don't know exactly what, what they're doing. They don't want to buy the enclosure and stuff in the actual pet shop, like the exotic pet shops, because they're a little more pricey, and yeah. they should be, because they need to make a little bit of money, because yeah. they're not, you know, a big brand store.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many times that I get people that message me, they're like, hey, I either found this baby turtle, because it's hatching season, mm-hmm. or hey, I just bought this baby turtle, and they'll show me, like, those little plastic setups that are kind of like a kidney shape, Yeah, and it's just like, okay, this is what they sold me at, at this store, and I'm like... Like, well that's not adequate like that's not what's gonna get you know yeah
1: um I'm a big um like what's big with me is buying a, a building or buying an enclosure that your turtles gonna grow into not grow out of okay because you end up spending more money that way yeah so you set up you buy a 10 gallon tank within three months that turtle is gonna be unhappy in that 10 yeah. gallon tank not only that but you get in the little kits you get that like overflow uh fish filter filter it's complete garbage. Sorry, manufacturers. Uh, (laughs) It's complete garbage. Um, All it does, it does aerate the water so the water's not really stinky, but it just leaves the water dirty. Absolutely dirty and it's disgusting. Keep going. So, what ends up happening is that people get unhappy with having to lift up a 10-gallon tank full of water or have to get something to like pull it into a pail and then dump it out and then refill it every single week. Yeah. So, like, what I try to encourage people is to get something and talk to people who know either during or before you buy it. Of course. So like one of my favorite things is that I got really cheap. Sorry, little people. There
0: little they turtles. go. Alex, now you have to take care of them. So there's literally four on them. Yeah, That's those are the ninja turtles. Little
1: ninjas. Uh so yeah, so this is actually an off-brand canister filter. You go to the big brand stores. This one right here, this model would go for I would say $150, maybe more. And I got this for 36 bucks off Amazon from a company named Sunsun. You know, um, it has mixed reviews, but I've bought six of these, two of this form and the two bigger size that has UVB already built in to keep the water super clear. And I've had no issues with any of them. If something breaks, I could go on eBay and buy a replacement part from it and for really, really cheap. So I've had no issues. It's three layers of stuff and then... You know, you buy it. It doesn't come with any filtration things. But you can go to the dollar store and pick up really simple things for a few bucks. You can put this on the first layer to get all that yucky muck stuff. Second layer. And then the third layer to build up some good bacteria. There you some go. Some beneficial bacteria.
0: DIY Marco at his best.
1: Yep. So, yeah, dude. So, you're you're spending like 36 bucks so I would say maybe with a few of these packs, you're going to be what spending forty bucks, and forty then,
0: bucks, and then something like that new from a, sp- a specific manufacturer will cost upwards of fifty to eighty dollars. Yeah, easy, just this. Mat-
1: yeah, just this, but plus the materials that you have to put in them, like the medium. Yeah, yeah, like that. You're spending another fifty bucks, sixty bucks easily on that yeah. stuff. So you can do this really cheap. This stuff comes with some tubing, and it comes really, really long, so you can set it up any way you need it. Okay. So any type of enclosure, I've adjusted these, readjusted them. um, And then let's say you're doing, it's your third time you're changing it up because I like to change up my stuff all the time. Yep. Um, You can easily go to Home Depot, buy a little plug that you can connector, some zip ties, and then you're good to go. And you have a long cable, a long tube again. There you go. Um, other thing is lighting. You're going to be spending like twenty, thirty dollars on lighting yeah. for the heat and the U.V.B. Home Depot, five bucks. You know, it comes with a clamp. Mm-hmm. Clamp it on the side. Buy two of these and get one with the seventy-five watt halogen bulb, which is like seven, eight bucks. Mm-hmm. When the actual like heat lamps in store are like fifteen dollars, which is crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, when you can just use a halogen bulb, um, yeah. and then you just go to the big brand store or to the pet store yeah. and then just buy the the UVB and that's it. Or you can yeah. order off Amazon.
0: And this is especially helpful for the people that will either pick up a turtle or somebody gives them a turtle and they don't really want to spend the money, you know, because they, it, it does cost. It's not so much that, like, for example, like the light fixtures at, like, your local reptile store. Yeah. yeah, sure, it costs a certain amount of money. Yes, it does the job. But so will, like, this Home Depot light, you know, which it will do the job. It's not going to be as expensive. So if you just didn't want to put that much money into it, which personally, I don't think that if you have a pet, you have to have it under the assumption that you need to, you know, it's like your child. You need to spend money on no, it, absolutely. you know, but at least at that point, you could be more cost effective.
1: Like the other know? thing to consider about like not just turtles, but some reptiles live a lot longer than your normal cats and dogs. Yeah. So some of these animals are lifelong like commitments yep. and sometimes they're lifelong commitments that you're gonna have to find a home for even after you're on your deathbed like mm-hmm. um i read an article that somebody in in england had a tortoise and it's on this fourth set of humans
2: that's insane
1: fourth set of humans
2: i don't know what i do that's if i live four that four generations
1: of people <laughs> with one tortoise you
2: know why right it's because they didn't start off by giving it to you. It would still be with you. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be perfect. Uh,
1: uh, funny old joke. <laughs> yeah. Told you right <laughs> timing. So, yeah. Right timing. So when there I we go. remember when I was talking about how like these little guys grow really quick. Yeah. So this is a few weeks old, and then let me show you twenty years worth of turtles.
2: Yeah. Here we go. These are kind of big for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, they grow fast. Boom. This
1: girl is 20 years old. This is a Belize turtle, also known as Mesoamerican. Um, this is wow. a gorgeous specimen. I freaking love this turtle. She is amazing. She is like my pride and joy. I've had her for 20 years. I'm going to keep saying that because I love that number. <laughs> <laughs> she's 20 years old. Next year, she's going to be legal drinking age. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Let's take her to the bar. This girl is the mama of those four little turtles, and she's been the mama of hundreds of turtles yeah. in the last five, six years. Um, I had her in a smaller enclosure for the first, I would say, 15 years, and she probably was about half her size. Mm-hmm. In the last five years, she doubled in size because I put her in almost a 500-gallon yeah. uh, pond that I built.
0: I'm gonna put up a picture of that pond, when mm-hmm. if you can send it to me, yeah, because sure. it's, it's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, so it's like 500 gallons of pond for this turtle. She grew her sister, which I got them at the same time, uh, was about a quarter of her size because for some reason when you have two turtles, one of them even if they're both the same gender, um, they tend to one grows bigger, one becomes yeah. more dominant and it yeah, exactly. grows bigger. Um, I'm assuming that maybe it might be more aggressive with the food, with the feedings, and just eats all the food. I think it's that. Yeah. Um, but one of them grows bigger and then the other one stays smaller. So her sister is almost. I would say maybe about three-fourths her size now. Uh-huh. When before, when I first put them in, after the first few years of being in the new pond, she grew about half her size. Mm-hmm. And now she's about three. She's catching up pretty quick now. Yeah. And it's only been five years. So these, these guys and these girls, this is a female. Males grow about half the size depending on your species. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember, this is a slider. So she, she can grow up to maybe a, at maximum about 18 inches from here to here. And don't wave your hands and fingers in front of the faces because these She's guys <laughs> are wild animals regardless. Um, you know, even though I I handle these guys every single day, so I know exactly like their temperaments. I know when they're finicky. I know when they're feeling stressed out. Yeah. She's pretty chill right now, but in a few seconds, her I'm going to start feeling her back legs and then I'm going to have to put her down because her back legs, her, her claws are yeah. freaking strong and they tear through my flesh. So, I have to be careful with her. So, yeah. Oh, there she goes. Literally,
0: there she goes. (laughs) like clockwork. He had it timed and everything.
1: So, yeah. So, I know my guys and my girls. So, yeah. Like I said, um, I'm into, now that I'm older and I've been in the hobby for so long, I'm into building something um, that you can last and that they can grow into. And not something that they'll grow out of because you're going to be spending way more money in the long run. Keep replacing a tank. Yeah. And then, in the end, this girl, if you put her in a 100-gallon tank, she's still going to be leaning sideways. She's Mm -hmm. not going to fit.
0: Yeah. I would say for a baby turtle, if you had to keep it indoors and you had to put it in a tank, you can easily do a 20-gallon tank without putting it very deep, Mm -hmm. you know, because people don't think about that. People Mm -hmm. think, okay, I'm going to put a 10-gallon tank because it's smaller. Exactly what you said earlier. Three months, that's it. They're gone. Mm-hmm. So you put a 20-gallon, you just put a little bit of water, they'll have more space to swim, and they'll grow into it. It'll be a year, a year and a half where they can be in that tank. Now, if it's a bigger species like these sliders, then yeah, two years into it, you're going to do 100 gallons or That's something cool. of, of the sort. You're going to have to do maybe something outside. These are things that you, you need to think about when you're purchasing a turtle. Um Unless it's, like, your mud or your musk turtle that generally most of the species stay relatively small and in a 20-gallon tank, they'll be fine their whole lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The other thing I want to talk about is, like, if you're wanting to get a turtle and you're like, oh, I don't have the space for it, you know, like, sometimes it's good to just get rid of some stuff and you can make space for it. You could easily build from a stock tank from... What is it like a fifty gallon stock tank that you get a plastic PVC stock tank? Yeah, um, you could easily build a nice frame with it, um, Mm -hmm. put some mesh and then put it, build it in a corner way so that way their basking area is in the corner, Uh and then you have a good spot in the corner where it's out of the way. It looks nice, and your your animal is safe. It's comfortable and it's like super, it's super um, well taken care of, you know. And it's gonna grow into it. It's gonna be super happy in, in that. You know, and I would recommend maybe just getting one if you if you think you don't have the space, because um, yeah. most people are like, oh, you know, I want two because it's going to get lonely. Turtles don't really get lonely because they're solitary creatures. Yeah, in the wild, the only times they. You know, see each other is to do the, you know, eh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) they do this, they (laughs) do this. (laughs) My fish, my fish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so that's what they do. Like, you know, they come across each other in the wild, they mate during mating season, and then they take off. They don't hang out, they lay their eggs, they take off. It's not like they're nurturing and taking care of their babies. Their babies are pretty much on their own when they're born.
0: And not only that, but think about it you get two. Let's say they're both female. Yep. Okay. Then you have two huge turtles that you're going to need for sure some kind of pond situation. Unless you're going to do those things. I've seen a picture of like some guy that took up like his whole wall and made a tank out of it. Yeah. If you're going to do that, fine, get two females. You know, but let's say you get the two females. They're going to get huge. Let's say you get two males that the males stay smaller. They might fight. And then if you get a male and a female, they might breed. Now you got to think she's going to lay eggs or she will become egg bound. You know, and it's not suppo- This is not so that way. People get turned off by having pet turtles, but just thinking about it in the long and run to be informed. Yeah, hundred um, percent.
1: Because being informed is extremely important. Because, like I said, these this is a lifelong commitment, especially with turtles. Um, you need to have a backup plan if something goes wrong. If you need to, if you're living in a rented apartment and you need to move, and they don't allow you to have any of these type of things, you need to have a backup plan, like one hundred percent. Yeah. And your backup plan is not releasing it into the wild yep. because you don't know what kind of pathogens these guys have been getting from captivity and then what you're going to do that's going to cause effect to the ecosystem, not only because half the time you're getting something that's not native to Miami or to Florida or to wherever you live. So, you know, you're going to start doing a lot of damage and you think, oh, it's just one turtle. Yeah, but like I t- said earlier, that my big girl, um, which her name is Venus, by the way, um, she... Has produced hundreds of turtles in the last five years. And like I've lost count. Like yeah. how many, how many turtles? And we're talking about 15 to 30. Uh the biggest number I've gotten from her in one clutch has been 38 eggs. Jesus. And uh with my incubator um that I built out of uh, a winerator, I've gotten almost 98% hatch rate from the beginning almost to the near end. At the end is like when she's like a little less fertile. And then, you know, I start getting maybe 50% hatching. But imagine four months out of the season that she's doing uh, almost 100% rate of hatching success. Yeah. So we're talking about maybe the the biggest one, like I said, 38 eggs. That's a lot. All of them hatched. So these girls can do 15, between 15 and 40 eggs, a clutch. um, And then they can lay... I think what is it like 15 20 times a year or more.
0: I don't know about that much, but they they do multiple clutches. Um, I just think it's, you know, it's crazy when you when you put it into those numbers because you're going to be producing a shit ton of animals. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, to backtrack a little bit. Marco and I, we were in a band together. That's how we met the reason why we keep saying like things about his age or whatever we, ju- we just mess around with him a lot because pretty much i met marco when he was already you were 21 yeah. right and i was um i think it was like a freshman or something like that something. yeah and he was in a band together with some people that i met <laughs> he's gonna play with turtles <laughs> um he, we were in a band together well he was in a band with some people that i met we got together in this band i joined the band whatever history goes on, the band broke up, whatever. And then after years of knowing Marco, I got it. I get a turtle and I told Marco, Hey, I got this turtle. And he's like, Oh, I have turtles too. And then from there it was history. We just went turtle crazy. Absolutely. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Because these guys, these guys are great. Like, like I said, if you handle them on a daily basis, um, there's going to be some stubborn ones that just have are born with a, with just an aggressive trait. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I've been super lucky with all my animals, um, except when I get them secondhand. Sometimes they're aggressive. Sometimes they're not because people don't handle them enough.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then when I'm talking about, let's talk about also safety and handling. Um, turtles, the biggest uh, misconception. It's I don't want to say misconception because it's true, but it's also about like the owner. So like, I want to ask Yoshi over here, like, what is the biggest concern with turtles? Like the biggest disease wise concern Salmonella. Salmonella. (laughs) Here's the thing you can get salmonella from poultry and from seafood. Yeah. When you handle in the kitchen, this is what I teach all my kids when I'm talking to them about turtles and reptiles and like how to handle them. I tell them the same thing. If you cook at home with your parents, do you handle chicken and then touch your face? And they're like, ew, that's disgusting. And then you you ask them, if you handle fish, are you going to touch your face without washing your hands? Ew, that's disgusting. It's the same thing. Handling reptiles and animals, you handle them, you wash your hands with antibacterial soap, and you're good to go. Because just like you can get from chicken eggs, from poultry, from seafood, you can get salmonella from those things just by handling it.
0: Exactly. You're not out here just like touching a turtle and you automatically have salmonella. It's
2: just from... Exposure, you know,
1: exposure, yeah, exposure, and not proper, un, not proper hygiene. Yeah, English.
2: You're not, uh, <laughs> so you're not supposed to lick turtles.
1: Only on the weekends.
2: Oh. Oh, don't lick turtles on the weekends. <laughs> no please don't.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah. So just always in my house before the pandemic, I've had antibacterial soap in every single bathroom. Now that they started doing antibacterial degreasing soap for the dishes, that's what I've been using in I my use kitchen. The same thing. Um, and then I also have, um, in case if I can't get to antibacterial soap and I need a quick fix, I use hand sanitizer that's 90 over 98%. Uh-huh. Like that' 70, sixty percent, no, I'm not deal- I'm not even risking it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for the 90s and above mm-hmm. percent alcohol hand sanitizer to clean up. and then I go and wash my hands once I'm able to do so.
0: I think that that it's funny that we're talking about washing hands because the last podcast that we did with David, we spoke yeah, about, about watching, <laughs> we yes. spoke about watching <laughs> hands, <laughs> yeah. But but a hundred percent, I agree with you. I can't. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think that. I mean, when we were doing Repticons, just selling turtles, I think that was one of the things that people asked most. Is you know, like it's like, oh, I don't want my kid to get this. I don't no, want my kid to absolutely. get that.
1: And it's a valid it's a valid worry. It yeah. is because the thing is nowadays. If you want to give your your kid a turtle and you want them to handle it, you need to actually be present, not on Tinder Um, (laughs) (laughs) for those single parents. (laughs) um, You need to be active with them and like learning about this stuff, watching videos with them, if you know, and learn how to properly handle them and make sure you're supervising them. I don't recommend turtles for any children under six. um, And that's depending on your child. If you have a mature child that can handle it and can listen and can follow directions well, you know okay maybe five but even six is pushing it for me because you have a lot of children nowadays that don't really follow directions very well mm-hmm. so you can't really expect them to handle a turtle and not touch their face yeah. not put their hands in their mouth and look how i'm doing because i don't even want to get close to my face yeah. it's funny um, oh sorry go
0: sarah my niece sarah I'll tell, when she would, like, come here and, like, either even touch a snake hook or something like that that I had just used and I was handling a snake, and I'll be like, okay, Zara, we need to go wash your hands. And she'll go, why? Oh, my God. And she'll move her hair out I of her face. Die. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> don't do that. I'll be like, you know, like, I'll, I'll wear gloves when I'm, you know, cleaning yeah. snake poop or something like that. But if I go and I need a snake hook and I touch a snake hook, that glove just touched poop from
2: the snake. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, dude, come The on. thing is that. That's that's the problem because some parents, they go and they take, you know, they obviously they ask you about the turtles and whatever. Of course. But like, we've always had turtles kind of on and off growing up. Mm-hmm. Even fish that we had that we stick our hand in, you know, yeah. not that you should, but <laughs> we were kids. Yeah. But children, we were always taught, wash your hands. And yeah. Like, that's 100%. the most important thing, you know everything you guys have talked about those are things that you should research like if you're a parent you want to get for kids or if you want to get for yourself like 100%. with any animal before you get it just research make sure you know yeah
0: I think that's that's one of the things I mean don't get me wrong whenever I sell an animal I, I always talk to the person I I want to make sure that the animals that, that we produce they go to a good home oh, always absolutely. you know but that's one of the things that bother me the most when somebody comes up to me and it's just like yo I want to buy this animal and how do i take care of it and it's just like come on man like i I'll, I'll tell you how to take care of this animal mm. but if you haven't done the research before wanting to purchase this animal i think that goes to say how well you're going to be able to handle this animal you know so definitely whatever new animal that you're trying to buy do the research before you get it you know i mean when when i got those gargoyle geckos i didn't just Buy gargoyle geckos. <laughs> yeah, I needed to make sure. Like, yo, do I have what it needs to take care of this
2: gargoyle gecko, or what? You know, no. It's even like the like from before that we were talking about the first snake that you gave me. I obviously didn't know how to take care of it, but that's why you would come over or you would show me. You would tell yeah, me, yeah. like, oh, this is all you have to do. Yeah, make sure that this is maintaining this temperature and whatever. And yeah. you know, like,
0: I mean, it, at that point, you know, if you're not going to do the research yourself, at least have somebody that will mentor you through it. You know. That'll help oh, you absolutely, out. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Um, and it's always good to seek out like exotic pet shops, better than going to those That's name your, brand stores yeah. because, like I said, you know you're getting high school, college kids that are just trying to make a buck, and they don't really know. They're they're telling you what their managers are telling yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not aware of what they're really doing unless if they're a huge enthusiast. Yeah. Which is really rare to find yeah. one of those uh, in one of those chain stores. The thing yeah. is
2: that like with the the turtles that's like the main reason that's the main way that you can know pretty much with them like because they go and they sell you the turtles and they give you the little tank and they don't tell you yeah you can have it there for a couple of days but you need to make sure that you while you have it there for a couple of days go buy something that's yeah good mm-hmm. for it it's and whatever suitable. they don't tell you that they expect you to have it there and then you buy it and the parents like oh i guess it's gonna be in there forever whatever and then the the turtle gets sick yeah, or it gets—it's really cold, <laughs> exactly. But like at least in, in like in like an exotic pet shop or something that you go to, they'll tell you, look, if you want to buy that, you can buy that, but you need to buy something very quickly to transfer it to that. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like let's say you also want to like, um, with well, pretty much with any animal, um, except for like the ones that. Can be let loose in the house. Um, mm-hmm. If you need to buy a temporary enclosure, you can go out to Walmart and buy a plastic bin. Drill some holes through the sides. You know, put whatever they need, whether it's water, whether, whether it's vermiculite, or you know, um, wood shavings. Mm-hmm. You know, you could temporarily temporarily keep them there until you can save up. Or you can, you know, like build what you want to do, or you can hire somebody to do it for you, like whatever it is, there's always options to, yeah, that you can do that are temporary fixes that can go a long way because getting a plastic bin for like five, 10 bucks can last you maybe two years. And then by then you have enough saved, you have enough information, and you already gone through Pinterest, you've gone through uh, YouTube, you've looked through like you know Google to see like what kind of enclosures other people have built, and get inspired and do it yourself or find somebody. Like everybody has that one friend that just knows way too many hobbies and knows way too many skills.
0: <laughs> it's that, that one. Guy. That's <laughs> the guy. That's him.
2: Um, it comes and, comes with on. age. The wisdom comes. Uh, with oh, age.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there we go. Um, and that's not to shit on like those big stores yeah, it chances shit on the people that work there but put it into the this perspective think of that chain store as walmart you go to walmart you're like i need to buy a lamp you go to ask the worker oh what lamp should i get they're just going to tell you what lamp to buy oh this one mm-hmm. you yeah. know but if you want a lamp specialist go to a lamp store yeah you know it i think that that get analogy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're going to tell you, get this fucking chandelier. And then swing from it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But okay. So we, you and me, you and I, you and I. Hell yeah. (laughs) So we fell in love with the turtles together. And then we started Half Shell Ranch. Yes. So, Half Shell Ranch. What's that? What is that? That was the precursor to this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was the mama, and I gave birth to the pig.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are the baby. So, okay. So, Half Shell Ranch was something that we mainly focused on doing education, conservation, conservation. and doing... Wow. We We really wanted to do shows, like educational shows. We Absolutely. wanted to do... The whole point of breeding for us at that point was to raise funds for... For that,
1: yeah, for for like building conservation, um, but not only that, but also to like reduce the wild population from being removed from their natural habitats. Yeah, because that's a big thing for me. Like, it, I get upset when I hear about people who are removing, you know, red foot tortoises from their natural habitats and they're selling them on the market, and yeah. like that's just not right.
0: Yeah,
1: um, it's it's not cool, man. Cause that yeah. that just makes that just makes it less likely that that creature is gonna be in the world that much longer 100 percent. so and uh, then again that one female that could produce hundreds
0: of eggs a year mm-hmm. is being removed yeah so that sucks 100 um i got uh, an indian spotted turtle that somebody donated to me two female indian spotted turtles they're huge they're i think either they're going in da- danger or they are endangered yeah you know so it's just that so it's up to us now to obviously not take any more from the wild because I think, well, it's, it's illegal, Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we need to create assurance colonies here now because of stuff like that Absolutely. where either they were being poached or they were being, I don't think so much that they were being sold on the Petrid, but I think for that species specifically, it was like they were being poached, yeah. you know. So at that point, now look where we're at where if I produce them, I can only sell them in Florida, mm-hmm. okay? And whatever babies. You know, I, I, they were selling them at, at Daytona, that Daytona was uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they were selling the babies for like 20 bucks because they produce so much and we can't sell them out of Florida. But this is all the consequence of stuff like that. Absolutely. You know, so it's, it's good that we do this. Cause, I mean, there's people that don't like the reptile industry, don't like the reptile hobby because we're... What they would say, abusing animals, because mm-hmm. we're we're breeding the animals, yeah. you know, and I think that right, we're not really we're just. Oh, yeah. Taking out the eggs. Yeah, right? we're, not, we're I'm not... I don't breed snakes. We're not Alex here who, who likes, likes breeding the snakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we... People people don't like it because it's like we're either playing God or we're not giving what they would consider, like, adequate habitat for the animal. And it's just like, but we need to do this. No, so, th- so that way we don't take anything out of the wild anymore.
1: Like, on, on the most... Like, uh, just to add to that, uh, that thought, like, right now they're in the wilds because of, you know, for those skepticals of global warming... I'm gonna go ahead and give you a little, <laughs> a little bit of knowledge. Um, right now, in the wilds, like there's been a lot of studies that are showing that a lot more females are being hatched than males. So at least, as like uh, breeders, we can control the amount of heat to produce males. Yeah. You know, and eventually, if we get to a point where we can actually produce these to actually to get them checked out and make sure that they're set to get released into the wild, we can release males of certain species that are lacking males in the wild. Yeah, we can breed them and then release them. Um, obviously, after they've been checked over, make sure they don't have yeah. any pathogens that can, that can
0: damage. Make, yeah, make sure that they'll s- survive. You out know, there.
1: and that's that's really really important yeah. right now because. Things are getting so hot that only females are being produced because females produce at a higher rate. Yeah. Um, they need a higher temperature to, to incubate. And it's so hot that we're getting almost a like, I think the last I've read was like 75 to 80% female.
0: Yeah. And then there are some species of reptiles that'll do parthenogenesis, which the female wouldn't need a male to produce eggs. And then the babies that pr- that come out of those eggs should be male. So that way, you know, it's kinda like nature's own way of fucking around and, mm-hmm. and you know, getting the job done at that point. Okay. But, you know, like at to what avail, you know, versus the whole situation, Not you
2: absolutely. know.
0: Yeah. Do you wanna wash your hands? Yes. Go, yeah, go go wash your hands <laughs> if you need to. Put them to. away first. Can you yeah. take that up? Take out his earpiece. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs>
0: you don't want to put so them I'll away the first? Door. Oh, I'll open the door what's up everybody so this podcast ended up going pretty long so we're going to split it up into two episodes so next episode we'll talk more about the future of half shell ranch and of course more turtle business but for now head on over to our youtube hsr exotics and check out this episode where we are currently showcasing a slideshow of some of marco's nice diy enclosures as well as a cool video of some redfoot tortoises that he just set up Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us at HSR underscore Exotics and on Facebook as Half Shell Ranch. If you're listening and want to watch, you can check us out on YouTube as HSR Exotics. If you're watching and want to listen, make sure to check the description to see what streaming platforms we're on. This was Reptiles With, a podcast by HSR Exotics.